Yeah, man, you're now locked in with DJ Chase, man. Worldwide Sounds Records Zone, man. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast on a whole lot of podcast networks. We're going to be on Dynasty Radio soon. Big up, big up. We're on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify. Uh, we on all the podcast platforms, man. Tonight we got a, a dope, dope, super dope, talented dope. singer, yes. human being, all around bubbly personality, Mrs. Easy. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, DJ Chase? <laughs> ain't nothing, ain't nothing. I, I, this is we've been super busy, both of us, man. Easy's on her on her promo tour now. She locked in Thank with DJ you. Chase now. She working. Yes, she getting yes, all that glad. work now. <laughs> Nah, was the right move to, the right move to make there you go told you so you know uh easy is definitely a, a, like i said a talented human being a talented singer a songwriter thank you art artist and creative so easy tell tell that people about yourself tell them where you're from all right guys um thank you for the dope intro everything thank you for having me on your show i want to say big shout outs to dj chase for supporting easy my music from day one when i came to you with my goals and my ideas and everything like that so i appreciate you working with me Not a problem. so big shout out to you and um you know i was born in jersey i'm a short girl i was born in atlantic city new jersey but i was raised in harlem so I'm, I'm a harlem chick yeah. <laughs> what part of Harlem? I grew up in Spanish Harlem, um, Tito Puente area, around 110 okay. and 111th and Madison and Fifth Avenue, um, over that way, right the Central Park, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So uh, transitioning from Atlantic, Atlantic City is one of my favorite places to go. I love, I'm always in Atlantic City. I was just there like last week. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. How how do you feel like Atlantic City has uh, influenced your music? Well, Atlantic City influenced my music because being as though that I when I grew up there and the day that I was from Atlantic City, it was a very small community, and a lot of my friends still live um, in that community. So me being from a small town, being able to venture out into big cities like. New York, Las Vegas, different places for me. Atlantic City gave me that that drive, that that drivenness to write about my experiences coming from a town that's small where a lot of my friends are you know, it's poverty out there. So a lot of people don't go past the next township or Philly or not haven't even been to New York for that matter. So for me, Atlantic City is like what gives me that vision like to to know i want to be bigger than where i come from that yeah, i can yeah, be fact. somebody in my city that say i came from a small town and made it in a big city respect respect and i see here you were in a group called the fly girls right what did you guys start in atlantic city or that's when you came to new york well actually that's when i was in new york because i moved to new york when i was uh, around age of six but, you know, it's so funny that you were saying about the Fly Girls. Um, I was yeah. talking about that with someone else. Um, I was on a podcast with Ill Little Thinker. And um, I have, I, I was trying to remember the name of the group at the time, the Fly Girls. But um, at that time, I couldn't think of the name. So I was just like, okay, it was the Fly Girls. 
But to be honest, it was something to that. I don't really remember. It was something with girls. I don't know who was fly girls or something. But it was like my first rap group when I was 13 years old. And um, I was in junior high school. And my friends, they used to dance for me, do backup dancing. And we used to go to Macy's and do videos at Macy's back then. You could record music videos and they would get aired on like the local video, you know, TV stations and stuff like that. Of course, of course. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny because I be trying to remember this was literally so long ago not to try to put my age out there but I'm very proud of myself but that was so long ago I don't remember the whole details but I believe it was five girls nah it happens <laughs> and, and you know I know you perform it's so many places that you performed and I sometimes have to tell you like yo we gonna do this new you got a fre- breath of fresh air working with me because I want you to you know, showcase your new talents and showcase, just put the new, the gloss on it. A lot of artists today, they don't put that gloss on it. You know what I'm saying? And, yes. and one of you, you, you being an open, you're very open-minded. And with your Thank music, you. you know, I feel like you have different, so many different like layers to yourself. So do you incorporate a lot of like your, well, how should I say it? Like, you know, your, your eclectism to your music. Do you feel like you, you showcase a lot of versatility and psychedelicness in your music? I do showcase a lot of versatility in my music, but it's not something I do on purpose. It's just who I am, and I'm very passionate about my music, so it's like whatever song I'm performing or writing at the moment, I'm living in the moment of that song and the truth of that song, the emotion of that song, and that's how it pretty much kind of works for me as far as creating music. It's like whatever I feel, that's what I'm going to put into that particular song. Dope, dope, dope. And where and, and, and who are some of your influences uh, that that inspire you? Who are some of the people that inspire you to make music? Okay, so um, believe it or not, my very first influencers were people like uh, that was already dead, <laughs> Liberace, people like that. Um, Liberace, Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder. So growing up, I listened to music and things like that of that nature. I always, my father, he was a big influence to me, rest in peace to him, because my father, he actually had played in a band in Harlem. My grandfather had, um, from what I'm hearing, I wasn't around at the time, but my grandfather had like a little lounge in Harlem uptown. And my father used to play in a band, so I remember him playing the flute for me and playing music for me and my brothers used to sing doo-wop and all of that in the background and stuff so that was like my first influence but growing up in Atlantic City at that time in the 70s um, it wasn't really a lot of how would I say urban music on the radio a lot of ethnic groups that were making music so you had very few subtle people like I said like the Smokey Robinsons and things like that the Lionel Richies that was the type of music being played on the radio when I was coming up because it was like a lot of you know other music at that time white music so to say doo-wop music things like that like you know good night sweetheart well it's time to the boardwalk things like that i don't know these artists names but i remember these songs because when i was growing up those are the songs that i used to sing of course of 
So that's how far back music was embedded in me. And then growing up in New York, and then when you came out with the artists like TLC and Queen Latifah and KRS-One, they were really inspired me right there at that time when I was in Harlem, when they would have the free concerts, when they would have the shows, I was there every last one of them supporting them. So that really inspired me. Like, you know, Rashina, you can do this too. Yeah, and yeah, back then, my, my artist name at the time was Rob Boogie. So back then, <laughs> when I was doing music, it That's was like, yeah, Harlem. Rob Boogie. That's definitely Harlem all day right there. <laughs> I know that. That sounds like Harlem all day. Yes, yeah, Harlem world all day. Yeah, so Harlem pretty Harlem much, world. that was like my first influences of music as far as hip-hop. Then I had like the Ron Isleys and the R. Kellys and stuff like that. And Mary J. Blige later on, the Joe and Horace Brown. A lot of people don't remember Horace Brown and never heard of him. But it was people like that in the very beginning. Nah, definitely, definitely Horace Brown. Horace Brown is Uptown Records. That's a legend right there. I love Horace yeah, Brown. Yeah. I still play his music to this day. Yeah, and and those were my influences. I would sit down and listen to R. Kelly and the way that he forms and write his songs. And I will write songs. I will rewrite his songs, but in my own words. Oh, no. So he was a very strong influence to me when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And now we have the uh, new EP album, EP, mixtape EP album called You Changed. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yes. 2020. Right. I, just, I wasn't expecting to put this out, but it's out there. I thought it was time. Because the last album, the last or actually the last thing I put out was three years ago, and so many people have been asking me, mm-hmm. and I've been going through a lot of um, personal things, and for the better. So I felt like it was time, and everything that was going on with the pandemic, I didn't, I couldn't think of a better, nothing else better than I put out release music. There you go. There Try you to go. help uplift people's spirits, put good energy back into the world. You know, took a lot of losses this year. Seeing people take losses, so that's what inspired me to put this this album out. You change, yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite cuts on the album is a uh, single called "I Like You Change." We went out with that first, and then I, I, I stumbled you. upon "Daydreaming." I'm sitting here like, all right, what else can I play? You know what I'm saying? We working, so I said, all right, what else can I play? So "Daydreaming," okay. who produced "Daydreaming"? Well, actually, "Daydreaming" was um, a song that I had heard by a producer called um, "I Make Fire Beat." I don't really know his name off the top of, you know, off the top. <laughs> yeah, nah, but I know that's like his handle. That's the name of his track. So at the time when I wrote Daydreaming, I really was like um, a writer's block for like months. I was listening to music, music producers was sending me tracks, tracks, tracks. And nothing was really catching me like in my soul, like to write to. I was in that. And then a lot of people, because of my name, is easy and sometimes because I have, you know, um, a lyric, I do rhyming in some of my songs and stuff like that. People say, oh, what's up, bro? They think I'm a guy and they send me trap music. And that's I'm not really a trap artist or anything like that, even fall though I can, it, yeah. right, I can sing and rap to anything. But I don't try. I try to stick to my genre, the things that I like. So a lot of times people were sending me music and it just was not what I what I needed to what I needed for myself to, yeah. to say this is easy. And so I heard daydreaming, it, it stuck to me, and automatically the words came to my mind. And I just created that song. I created that song and a, and taking a bath, actually, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, definitely, it's definitely dope. It's 
definitely like it's a it's a good you know what it is sometimes people like they overthink music and i'm like just put out some good music like you know just put out some you know so it don't gotta be you know a lot of artists today they kind of compete but people that okay. they don't have to compete with you know you once you have your own lane your own niche miss easy like people will come to you and you seeing how it's working you know what i'm saying just meet it halfway and then you know people come thank you to you you know i see you with my guy streets uh fly star streets you know what i'm saying so i saw you in the studio with him and you know you're thank working you. there we go there we go you know so yes, thank you yeah uh you know down the line we he's a work. dope producer dope yeah. artist himself engineer he's definitely great um, I love working with him because he gets he gets it done. He he's professional. He knows what he's doing. He knows what what music should sound like, and he and he so he has, he has more work to do. There you go. There you go. All right, Miss Easy. Uh, you, you thank you for calling in. Thank you. We're gonna have to do this again. We got like thank November. You. We got a whole. You gonna you know you on my yes, other radio yes. show. So we're gonna get into yes. that daydreaming on a podcast. And uh, give everybody, right, everybody your social media. Yeah, tell your people your social media. Listen, guys, I need you guys to turn in, tune in October 7th to Zero G Spotlight Radio because EZ will be having her first radio interview with Zero G, the queen of online radio, okay? And you guys can reach me on Instagram at EZ.Brown, that's E-A-S-Y dot Brown. Also on YouTube, Easy Brown. Um, pretty much just Google me and I'm coming up. <laughs> there you go, there you go, man. It's worldwide. Sound. Yeah, yeah, easy. Thank you. Like I said, we're gonna do this. This is not the first. This is not the last. Uh, this, excuse me. This is the first and not the last. This is so, definitely the beginning, the though. Beginning, you know uh, what great I'm things, so, yeah. and I appreciate the support that you and your team has given me, and I love it. And thank you so much. We have so much more to do. Of course, of course, man. Thank you, everybody, for and tuning congratulations in. to your new album and everything. Oh, I love thank it, you. and you definitely have my support. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, oh, um, we, yeah, we'll talk We'll talk after this. Yeah, man, that's DJ Chase, man. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast on 13 Podcast Networks, Five Flows Radio, Anchor, Spotify, all of that, man. Go get that merch, shopexplained.com. Thank you, Miss Easy, for calling in. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. It's Worldwide Sounds Records, DJ Chase. Follow me, Instagram, underscore, DJ Chase, underscore, and DJ Chase Digital.com. Yeah.